0: Well, we've hit the end of the week. Welcome back at Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent as we conclude another exciting week of shows. Good to have you back here as it's just about officially summer, but you can go ahead and start the party early if you'd like. I'm John Rawl. Good to have you back. Our number, 803-816-1170. On the internet, you can find us at y'all.com. Instagram, Twitter, at y'allshow. On the iHeartRadio app, you can find us there. Plus, the TuneIn Radio app and the iTunes Podcast apps. All three, all you got to do is go search for Y'all Show, and we're right there. Free download, subscribe. It's free, and it's easy. So many ways for you to connect to the y'all show coming up on this friday free free y'all oh gosh we've got some great music coming your way at the start of hour two not only from david lee murphy but from his mca records teammate from the 1990s vince gill vince gill has a brand new album the first one out in quite some time and it's not going to be out for another two months but hey we take care of you. It's called customer service big time here on the y'all show. We're going to let you hear the first track on the Okie album, and that's going to be played at the start of the second hour. And I think you're going to like it from Vinnie Vince Gill, Oklahoma's own, the long, tall guitar picker and great country singer Vince Gill, our twos featured artist plus we'll have hashtag whole blue in hour two and we'll take a look at new movies hitting theaters this very weekend plus the latest with the nba and the nhl playoffs that plus some golf and nascar news all to conclude with from dixie would love an hour two now today in hour one before we get to hour two later this hour It's going to be out in the south of Cleve Marsh. Cleve's going to be visiting with Real Foot Lake, Tennessee's Russell Caldwell and a fun interview, mostly about duck hunting, all that later this hour when we go out in the south with Cleve Marsh. And then we also have, before we get to Cleve, A little college sports preview. What's going on now? What's going to be going on over the weekend? It's college baseball's Super Regionals this weekend. We'll break down that. Plus, we've got news from the college football front to pass along. And believe it or not, some news on the college basketball front. It's a good time to invest in the companies out there that paint the lines on college basketball courts. Because every single court is going to have to be re-striped before the season starts in November. We'll tell you all about it later this hour. We've got headlines coming your way now, and we'll zip through them here on today's Y'all Show. We'll start out in Bedford, Virginia, as on Thursday, D-Day, Vice President Mike Pence was in Bedford visiting the National D-Day Memorial. Now, that memorial is in the Commonwealth of Virginia in this very small town in the Blue Ridge Mountains because it was on June 6, 1944, that count them up 19 men from bedford virginia alone died on omaha beach back in 1944 and altogether, the bedford boys consist of the 35 men from this virginia town who participated in the allied invasion of normandy 20 men from bedford or the surrounding area were killed on d-day 19 fell on omaha beach as members of company a of the 116th infantry regiment The 20th man was in a different company. Gosh, I had no idea it was that many there from that town. I got to go there sometime in the Blue Ridge Mountains, Bedford, Virginia. But the vice president there on Thursday, marking the 75th anniversary of D-Day. Now, President Trump was in Normandy where he joined leaders from around the world, including the president of France. Macron was there and they had an amazing thing. I haven't seen all the video from that i was actually traveling on thursday not in normandy but in the south i'm looking forward to maybe catching up with a lot of this over the weekend because as i've mentioned before i am a huge buff of military history and especially d-day and world war ii i love to learn about it and the amazing stories and the absolute carnage that happened there too should not be discounted but again what a special remembrance on thursday as we salute the few remaining survivors of D-Day that are still with us. All these men now in their 90s or early 100s, if fortunate enough to still be alive. Now to the University of Alabama we go, and not long ago, the Capstone received its largest pledged record gift, $26.5 million dollar ruse coming from philanthropist Hugh F. Coverhouse Jr., who is a Florida lawyer? And the university described this man as a special person and even renamed its law school in his honor. Again, he gave $26.5 million to the University of Alabama. Well, guess what? That appears to be a bad transaction. Now, I don't know if they've studied that at the Culver house Law School at the University of Alabama, which will be renamed uh, uh, reportedly. And the reason. The Alabama Board of Trustees is expected today to reject Culverhouse's gift, give back the $21.5 million received so far, and remove his name from that law school. And all this is because of his comments about the recent abortion law that went into effect in the state of Alabama. Culverhouse, who's a Florida real estate investor and lawyer, he called on students to boycott the University of Alabama to protest the ban, and then later... Alabama announced it was considering giving back his money, the biggest donation ever made. And the seventy-year-old Culverhouse said in an interview that quote I don't want anybody to go to that law school, especially women, until the state gets its act together." And all this stems from the ban in Alabama that would make abortion at any age or stage of pregnancy a crime punishable by ten years to life in prison for the provider, with no exceptions for rape or incest. Culverhouse. He did not attend Alabama, but his parents did, and the business school bears the name of Hugh Culverhouse Sr., a wealthy tax lawyer and developer who owned the NFL's Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But the younger Culverhouse, again, donating this money, but now a little surprising that the University of Alabama wants to perhaps, are the trustees at the capstone looking to give that nearly $27 million back to the Culverhouse family for these comments stemming from something that happened in Montgomery. Now back to the weather, and this is, again, something we've got to keep in mind, but now the rain continues in areas where we don't need to see any more rain for a while. Heavy rain prompted high water rescues in Oklahoma City on Thursday, and rain across Oklahoma and Arkansas. The National Weather Service reported more than three inches of rain fell in tulsa on thursday and that's just days after water from the arkansas river started receding and also you had a flash flood warning way downriver in fort smith arkansas again the arkansas river already reaching historic levels of flooding and now new rain falling there not what the residents of both oklahoma arkansas and other areas of the western portion of the south want to hear New Orleans musician, Dr. John has died at the age of 77. He was a celebrated singer and piano player who mixed black and white musical influences and a statement from the family said that he was born Mac Rabinak and he died of a heart attack on Thursday. The family thanks all of whom shared his unique musical journey and requests privacy at the time. Now, Dr. John had not been seen in public since late 2017 after canceling Several appearances. He was a New Orleans icon, won six Grammy Awards. He started way back in the 1950s while writing and playing guitar for Professor Longhair, Art Neville, Joe Tex, Frankie Ford, and Alan Toussaint, according to his website. Dr. John dead at age 77. Now, country music artist Granger Smith has lost his son and a drowning, it appears. This is a Young man, he's probably mid-30s, and he's had some songs like Back Road Song and such that have been pretty big on the country music charts, a Texan, and has actually gone back to Texas after many years in Nashville, but his three-year-old son, River Kelly, was unable to be revived in this accident, and he announced that his son had passed away to this tragic accident. Singer Granger Smith. Here in a week where in country music they're celebrating in Nashville CMA Fest and now Granger Smith losing his son to drowning. We wish the family the best. A Florida man stole a car, killed a dog, chased a man with an axe, and then was found naked in a chicken coop. This is no fiction. This is in Sarasota, Florida. John Maney was arrested this week after New York State Police responded to a call about an Audi parked facing the wrong direction on i-81 roughly three miles from the pennsylvania border so this floridian did all this well he did it up north they need some crazy crime up there right then this man again he allegedly stole a car killed a dog and possibly chickens chased a man with an axe and then found naked in a chicken coop all there in the upstate area of Texas. Investigators discovered the vehicle was reported stolen in Sarasota. Manny had allegedly been driving the Audi when he crashed it into a guardrail. He then tried to hop on the back of a van, failed by doing that, then jumped onto the back of a pickup truck before that driver pulled over, allowing the man to flee into the woods. And a search by New York State Police and the Broome County, New York Sheriff's Office. Ensued, And later that day, state police received a call from a man who came home from work and found Manny in his chicken coop. (laughs) The 25-year-old was bitten by a police canine officer in the process of being arrested. Luckily, they got him there, and he's been remanded at the Broome County New York Jail, and no bail offered for this complete buffoon. I I guess that would be a a good term. And finally, to Gulfport, Mississippi, mate, who would think that we'd be talking crikey about a kangaroo on the Mississippi Gulf Coast? But that is exactly what happened as a kangaroo, the kangaroo named Jojo, went missing from an elementary school in Gulfport, and it was missing. It hopped away, and residents are looking for it right now if you happen to see jojo the kangaroo why he (laughs) would be at an elementary school in gulfport i guess is a mystery to me but he's missing and they're trying to find him a facebook user this week jokingly posted side-by-side photos of a kangaroo in a pot of stew claiming that he found the kangaroo on the side of the road and ate it that's not funny and so if you see this kangaroo somewhere around gulfport or maybe in mississippi city good place there uh call the local officials and get jojo back to its rightful owner the school there in Gulfport, at the elementary school surely they must be called the kangaroos kangaroos a good mascot i don't know any well that's not true i know one college that kind of has a kangaroos mascot that would be the virginia military institute roos also known as the vmi keydance And one other college has a kangaroo as a mascot. No, that's not right. They don't have a kangaroo. They got a koala. That'd be Columbia College, my mother's alma mater in Columbia, South Carolina. So there's your kangaroo news. If you see it in Gulfport, please, let's get JoJo back. And that's a look at headlines from across the South here on this Friday. When we come back, we have got college sports to talk about. And you don't want to miss the latest in college football news college basketball news and it's super regional time in college baseball this weekend we all have all of that info headed your way next
1: You're catering a wedding, and the bride says,
2: Everyone is raving about the hors d'oeuvres. My aunt was asking if you do corporate events.
1: Now is the time when the right business card is essential, and Vistaprint can help. Head to Vistaprint.com, and you can customize 500 cards starting at just $9.99. You choose the paper, the shape, and the finish. Whatever your style, create a card that gives you the confidence to own the now. So head to Vistaprint.com and get 500 business cards starting at $9.99. Use promo code 2424 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 2424.
3: Hi, I'm Paul. I know what you're thinking. Oh, great. Another wireless ad. I know how you feel. And it seems like they're always full of this complicated, tricky language about their networks and offers and blah, blah, blah. Well, Sprint is going to do things differently and let you decide for yourself with their new 100% total satisfaction guarantee. Try it for 30 days, love it, or your money back. See, simple. Now get both Sprint's Unlimited plan and the all-new Samsung Galaxy S10 included for just $35 per month per line for five lines. So switch now. Visit your local Sprint store, Sprint.com, or call 800-SPRINT-1 today.
4: 30-day guarantee with new line of service. S10-128GB, $15 a month after $22.50 a month credit for 18 months credit credit applied within 2 bills. The canceled early, remaining balance due. Unlimited basic after 63020 30, pay 32 per month per line for 5 lines with auto pay. Data D prioritization during congestion. Coverage and offer not available everywhere. Speed maximums use rules. $30 activation fee and restrictions apply.
2: Unisom knows. When you don't get enough sleep, it's hard to avoid the fog. It's a sneaky fella. Hates sleep. Only appears when you don't get enough of it. I've seen the fog make a guy pour salt in his coffee, thought it was sugar. Ever fold an entire basket of dirty laundry? It wasn't you. It was The Fog.
4: Unisom is specially
5: formulated to help you fall asleep fast and get a good night's sleep. You'll wake up ready to take on the day.
2: Sleeping well is The Fog's worst nightmare.
5: Unisom. Use as directed.
6: chill, smell that fresh cut grass I'm back in my helmet, cleats and shoulder pads Standing in the huddle listening to the call Fans going crazy for the boys fall. They didn't let just anybody in that club Took every ounce of heart and sweat and blood To get the those game day jerseys down the hall The kings of the school, man, where the boys are fall
0: Some good Kenny Chesney football music here to let you know we're only about two and a half months away from the start of college football 2019. Can you feel it? (laughs) Yes, you can, and hey, that's a good segue. Kenny Chesney right now in Nashville, CMA Fest going on. Hopefully, if you're headed there for the weekend, you're going to drive safe and enjoy a great time. You might even see old Kenny. Kenny loves his college football. This is our college sports spotlight here on this Friday, and Kenny, the UT Vols fan, is a proud alum of the ETSU Bucks. He went to school in Johnson City, And we're going to start out today with some ETSU Bucks football news. Now, Randy Sanders is the head coach who spent a long time in Knoxville as an assistant there for Phil Fulmer. And Randy Sanders, in only, I think, his second year on the job in Johnson City, had a great year in 2018. And the Bucks of the Southern Conference, the FCS school, actually went to the playoffs and they had some great wins in 2018. And they're gearing up for an even bigger 2019 and East Tennessee state university is going to be actually helped out this year by some transfers, some QB transfers coming to Johnson city as former Miami hurricanes quarterback Cade Weldon and former coastal Carolina Chanticleer quarterback chance thrasher have both transferred to the ETSU bucks and both quarterbacks have begun, Taking classes, Weldon and Thrasher will compete with Trey Mitchell, Tyreek Sandusky, and Cameron Lewis for the starting quarterback job in East Tennessee this year. So watch out for ETSU. Weldon played four games for Miami in a reserve role in 2018. After red-shirting in 2017, and of course that name may sound familiar, he's the son of former Florida State quarterback Casey Weldon, the 1991 Heisman Trophy runner-up. And Thrasher played three games as a backup for the Sun Belt Conference's Coastal Carolina Chanticleers. He completed his only two pass attempts of a total of 17 yards, so not exactly the kind of numbers you might expect in a transfer situation, but both have an opportunity to to take ETSU further on down the line and compete for a Southern Conference title in 2019. So that's your ETSU Buccaneers info here on this Friday edition. Now, more football news. Let's step down from the SOCON to the SEC. (laughs) And former Florida Gator cornerback Chris Steele is transferring to the Southern Cal Trojans. And he's a 2019 signee with Florida. He was ranked number 95 overall the ESPN 300. He announced his transfer in May after complaints about then-roommate Jalen Jones, who was accused of sexual battery by two women in April. So this guy never really even played, and he's already transferring out to another school, this time Los Angeles' Southern Cal Trojans. Well, we'll find out how well that works out for the young man. Now to Morgantown, three WVU Mountaineer safeties, including both starters reportedly have entered the transfer portal and Neil Brown entering his first season as the coach at West Virginia. He's got a big role now to fill up his defense with these departures as junior safety, Derek Pitts, sophomore EJ Brown, both entered their names into the transfer portal And this comes a day after starter Kenny Robinson also entered his name into the transfer portal. So Morgantown, the couches might not be burning so much with all these departures from the Mountaineers' defensive front. More to come and more additions and subtractions in college football for this Big 12 team. Speaking of the Big 12, hey, how about the Big 12 championship odds for 2019? Are you all ready for this? Odd zone favorite to win the title again in the Big 12 is Oklahoma. No surprise. They're a minus 125 odd, but just a, I guess you would say above OU is the Texas Longhorns. They are a plus 250 odds to win the conference championship in 2019. Now there's two teams that are just kind of to the north of Texas that are much higher than everybody else with a chance of winning the Big 12 in 2019. How about the Iowa State Cyclones? They're at a point, or plus 1,200. That's the same as West Virginia. Oklahoma State, the Pokes are 1,800, as well as TCU, followed by Baylor, Texas Tech, Kansas State, and Rock Chalk Jayhawk of Les Miles, Kansas, is a 10,000-to-1 odds, I guess is what it's called, to win the Big 12 championship in 2019 hey who wants to take that bet i think i would i think Les miles is going to do really well in lawrence we'll find out but that's the odd zones favorite for winning the big 12 in 2019 now to some college basketball news and for vanderbilt they were excited about the recent signing of kenyon martin jr son of former nba player kenyon martin and now martin jr is going to bypass his chance to play vanderbilt and move on to the professional route, I guess, trying to get on maybe with a team overseas. More to come on that. But Vanderbilt, looking forward to him. But I don't think Kenyon Martin Jr. is going to be suiting up in the black and gold ever, it looks like. Now, more basketball news. The NCAA is moving back the three-point line for the 2019-2020 season. And what's that distance going to be? It's going to be the same as the international distance at 22 feet 1 and three fourths inches. This was just announced this week. It was approved by the NCAA Playing Rules Oversight Panel, and will go into effect for Division One. But we'll wait until the following year for Divisions Two II and Three. So inching closer to the NBA range. But yes, this is for men's basketball only. I assume the women will keep what was there. So you're going to have some goofy-looking descriptions and some designs on some of the b- basketball courts. It appears for the 2019-2020 season. All right, here is college baseball. It's got the Super Regionals going on this weekend. I want to remind you who all suiting up and playing. It all starts today. Actually, perhaps one of these games might be over by the time you're hearing this. The East Carolina Pirates are going to be playing the Louisville Cardinals. That's a noon start and that's on ESPN2. Oklahoma State's at Texas Tech in a Big 12 battle there for the Super Regionals. Dukes at Vanderbilt. Michigan's at UCLA. Now, Saturday, all teams will be playing in the Super Regionals, and so those four teams that start today will be playing Game 2 on Saturday. Some of those might have a chance to go on to Omaha with a win on Saturday if they won both Friday and Saturday contests. But the new teams playing on saturday there's going to be four of them four different games that will be featuring teams that haven't played yet mississippi and arkansas auburn and north carolina florida states at lsu stanford is at mississippi state that's your college baseball super regional lineup this weekend and most of these games will be on the espn networks or watch espn should make for some great viewing if you like college baseball omaha just days away and that's your college sports news and preview of the weekend here on this friday y'all hang on when we come back after the break our friend Cleve marsh is going to be standing by and ready to give you his latest marshland report Cleve's going to be talking with russell caldwell who lives in realfoot lake in tennessee and they're going to be talking duck hunting and a whole lot more and a whole lot of funs coming your way all that is up next As we wrap up the first hour of today's
4: Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent. Technology Truths, brought to you by GEICO. Technology Truths. Truth, you think you can solve any problem by turning your computer off and on. Hey man, is something wrong with your laptop?
3: Nah, I just need to turn it off and on.
4: It's no problem. It's smoking. Yeah, that just means it needs to reboot. Truth. It's so easy to switch and save on car insurance at GEICO.com. And now it's on fire. Happens all the time. It's all good. GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more
1: message and data rates may apply up to eight messages a month tnc and privacy policy found at purple.com reply help for help or stop to cancel not to brag but the purple
5: mattress is a pretty big deal and so is our purple memorial day sale for a limited time get up to 100 off and a free set of luxury purple sheets when you buy a mattress that's up to 229 dollars in savings our biggest sale ever what makes purple such a big deal it's the only mattress that gives your back the firm support it needs and the soft comfort you crave at the same time no matter your body type or favorite sleep position. Dreading those hot summer nights, Purple's one of a kind comfort technology naturally stays cool all night so you don't sweat the bed. Not to mention, it isolates motion, is non toxic, and is made right here in the USA. Because the best rest of your life starts on Purple.
2: Don't miss out on Purple's humongous Memorial Day sale. Get $100 off and free sheets by texting TRY to 84888. Shop the best deal yet by texting TRY to 84888. That's T R Y to 84888.
1: You're catering a wedding, and the bride says,
2: Everyone is raving about the hors d'oeuvres. My aunt was asking if you do corporate events.
1: Now is the time when the right business card is essential, and Vistaprint can help. Head to Vistaprint.com, and you can customize 500 cards starting at just $9.99. You choose the paper, the shape, and the finish. Whatever your style, create a card that gives you the confidence to own the now. So head to Vistaprint.com and get 500 business cards starting at $9.99. Use promo code 2424 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 2424.
6: Whoa,
0: whoa, whoa. If I could make a living from walking in the woods, you can bet I'd be sitting pretty good high on a hill, looking at a field downwind. This is the Y'all Show, and it's time for Marshland, so let's get out in the south.
7: Thanks so much, General, for the opportunity to be here today. We really appreciate it. This is Cleve Marsh, and you're here on Marshland where we get out in the south, and we're going to do that today. I would give anything, if I had a picture of where I am sitting, I'm actually sitting on a, a beautiful, beautiful deck with a view that is spectacular of Real Foot Lake and I'm sitting with two of my longtime friends but I'm only going to interview one of them unless the other one gets a little rowdy but I'm sitting with a second and a third generation duck hunter on Real Foot Lake and my special guest for today is none other than the legendary Russell Caldwell. Russell, hi in the world are you and thank you for being my guest today.
8: I'm doing fine and it's a pleasure being here wonderful
7: location well you can thank your son for that we are actually at rob caldwell perhaps and i'm going to say this in his daddy's presence the, place. the best shotgunner that i've known in my life and we are here at the guide's place and uh, that's a wonderful reference in its own right right there russell while we're talking, I would like to know what your favorite hunting duck call is, and I'm going to introduce you a little bit better than I just did in a moment, but let's talk duck calls for a minute. What is your meat go-to call?
8: It's a Terry Nars call, and Terry made a call out of a haydale. We all like to blow haydales around here, so he cored out the inside of a Nars call and put haydale works inside it and it made a beautiful sounding call out of it and i couldn't resist i had him make a half a dozen of them so i've got about six of them that uh, have carving and engraving on them and uh, have uh, haydale works haydale reeds haydale inserts whole thing
7: that's a really interesting combination and based on what you just said i'm probably not going to leave here with one today so i'll be heartbroken at that point but Let's talk about the call itself for just a second. If you qualified that call, would you call that an open water call or a swamp call? Is it known for hailing or feeding them in close? What would you call it?
8: It's just an all-around breakdown call. It uh, brings the ducks around, and they seem to like the sound.
7: Who blows it best? Rob does well we'll get into th- we
8: both blow it but he blows it best so most of the time i'm sitting there trying to get my gun and all my gear ready while he's finishing them up see and while he's finishing them up i try to pay attention so that when the time is right i can sometimes almost beat him to the shot
7: almost He said almost, ladies and gentlemen. Rob shaking his head and saying,
9: He does beat me to the shot. At 81 years of age, he can still do it. 100%.
7: Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to tell you, I believe every word of this because I've been in that duck blind. And if you're not ready, brothers and sisters, just keep your seat because you will not get a shot. Save
6: your
7: shells. Save your shells. Don't even bring any shells. You won't need them. Russell, I've got another question here. Well, I got a bunch of questions, but this one's one, this one interests me. Who is the best duck caller that you ever saw work ducks? Well,
8: some of the guides at Real Foot early on, when we had a lot of ducks in the mid fifties, late fifties, uh, Sharpie Shaw, Son Cochran, Bill Nation, Albert Spicer. All those guys could really work a duck. Johnny Marsh, they were past masters at uh, making a duck do what they wanted it to. I've seen Spicer say, well, let's shoe them off.
7: I think I'll call him back. And he could do that. Okay. I'm going to go back to the question. Who is the best duck caller you ever saw work ducks? Now, remember that question the best duck caller that you ever saw work ducks?
8: Probably Emory Burton. Probably Emory Burton, Rob's godfather.
7: Hallelujah. I think I can remember something about Mr. Burton. Hold on, we got a telephone call coming in. I screwed this one up.
9: You're 100% correct. 100%? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're good. Yeah, you're 100% correct. I knew you were going to say When he asked that question, I knew you were going to say that. Well, you we can work a duck better. Oh, daddy. Yeah, you yeah. <coughs> can make
7: one work that didn't want to. All right, we're back on and back on task here. Kill it. Here we are talking about working ducks, and they said that Emery could work a duck when he didn't want a duck to work and then make the duck do what he wanted to do and kill it if he chose or not kill it. That's pretty strong right there. Now, I have heard that young man blow a duck call, and he is supreme at it. There's not a question about it. All right. If you were going to choose anywhere on the face of this earth, and I'm going to assume that you would choose Real Foot Lake, but I'm going to word this question very carefully Where is your favorite spot to hunt ducks?
8: Anywhere on Real Foot Lake. Anywhere.
7: I'm not letting you by with that. I want to know where your favorite one, if you couldn't hunt anywhere else but that one spot in this world, where would it be? Well,
8: Rob and I own Lost Pond Blind, and it was a blind that Albert Spicer built in around 1900, and he took it away from Jack Hogg. And it is a blind that the ducks check in at when they come across the open water. And always have and there is a place right to the left of the blind that it seems like there's something down there that they see that they want to light close to
9: they can't resist
7: how long how long has that blind been there to your knowledge
8: it's been there something like um, since
9: 1900 since 1900 it was it
8: was maybe the first or second box blind ever built
7: on the lake on the lake box blind that brings up something else that i wasn't even thinking about that i think our audience would probably love to hear about i'm looking around and all over this lake there are cypress trees and if you look at some history books with pictures of real foot lake they'll always mention duck hunting and when they do They invariably will show a man standing up in the top of a tree in what looks to me like to either be a 55-gallon drum, in some instances, or an old whiskey barrel. Did you ever do that, Russell? No, but the blind is
8: right behind mine. And the blind was built by Sharpie Shaw to shoot water turkeys out of and to torment and to torment Albert Spicer.
7: Okay, you just said water turkeys. I, there's probably 10,000 people are going to hear this. What in the heck is a water turkey?
8: It is a comorant.
7: It's a comorant. Ladies and gentlemen, if you had never seen one of those, I'm going to tell you. I was asleep in a boat on the tip of Musgrave Island one day, and the two guys I was with said, shoot them and I jumped up and killed two cormorants. I thought they were geese, and that's what we were hunting. A cormorant looks almost like a goose at the right point in time in flight, except for the bill, and they they have a long, spiky bill, that's for sure. In your lifetime, I am aware of something that there may be no one in the outdoors world that would know it. What's the most Bibles you ever sold in a day?
8: About 20. Did you
7: make any money? Made a lot of money. (laughs) Okay, here we go. This is where it starts, ladies and gentlemen.
8: (laughs) One of the greatest parts of my life, because when I was a student at the University of Tennessee at Martin, I sold for Dorch Oldham at Southwestern Publishing Company, and I was a part of Tom Hendricks' crew. And Tom and I room together, and we traveled all over Indiana and Illinois and Kentucky and Tennessee, and sold books together to everybody. We called <laughs> nobody, and uh, it was interesting because we'd go down a road and they'd say, "Oh, y'all are the Bible salesmen. Y'all were over here last week," and we were. Tom says, and I think he's right. You can take a good bookman, put a parachute on him, put him in an airplane, and throw him out anywhere over the United States, and he'll hit the ground making a living.
7: <laughs> you know, you and I have had a lot of conversations in the last 30, 40 years. I don't ever remember you telling it just like that, but I did remember <laughs> that you sold Bibles and I thought that was one of the most wonderful things. Yeah, I'm, I'm serious, It's you learned it the hard way how to sell and I know about that. Ladies and gentlemen, here we are on marshland, we're out in the south, and I mean we are in the south today looking at Real Foot Lake, what a beautiful, beautiful place. If you ever get a chance to get here, it's in the northwest corner of Tennessee, and it's uh, at least 17,000, 18,000 acres. I don't know exactly how many acres it is, but it's huge. I can't even see the shoreline on the far side right now, but it's beautiful. My guest today is none other than the legendary, and I mean that, Rob Caldwell, his daddy, Mr. Russell Caldwell. One of the finest wing shots that ever was on the face of the earth, and he would He would probably defer to his son, Rob, as being a good shot, too, I think. But he says better, but I'm not believing that. We won't go there today. All right, I got another one here for you. What do you consider, and I want you to think about this one, Now this is a good one. What do you consider to be the very best part of duck hunting?
8: The fellowship. The fellowship and the environment. I have friends that I uh, accumulated and customers that I enjoyed for 50 years. And some of them, bless their hearts, are still alive, and some of them still hunt ducks.
7: You know, I I couldn't put it any better than that, and Rob is shaking his head right along with me, and we pointed at each other, and that that is exactly the reason that I like duck hunting. I like a lot of stuff outdoors. I do a lot of stuff outdoors. But if I could choose the one sport, if I could have that one gift, it would be the gift of duck hunting and being able to do it the rest of my life. I'm I'm very serious. All right. I related something to you prior about a, a duck hunt that I don't want to really recall because it was a pretty tragic duck hunt. Seriously, it was. But I'd like for you, if you don't mind telling the audience, what would be your worst duck hunt?
8: Well, it's hard to describe because there were a lot of them that were bad. <laughs> hey,
7: wait a minute, wait a minute. Just just exactly like I asked you about that single duck collar, you ain't getting by with that. Pick one.
8: They, uh, I remember one day on a on a Saturday and the wind was high and the waves were blowing and Rob and I were going out to the blind by ourselves nobody else was on the lake and we looked over there and here came a boat floating down the lake and Rob says look there's a boat nobody's in it I says I know where it came from and we went down the lake and sure enough the Van Cleves were down there standing on top of a blind Their boat had come loose, and they were trying to figure out a way they were going to attract a crowd to get them home. And Rob says, Dad, what are we going to do? I says, I'm going to make that one up on top of the blind jump in the boat because I sure can't get the boat underneath the blind. The waves are too high. And one of those van Cleves, he hopped off that blind and hit the boat right in the middle, and I pitched him the rope, and he says, thanks
7: that would have been a bad day right there but you you saved them i i've seen a time when i wish you to come up on where i was <laughs> sitting there without a boat that would have been wonderful let's talk duck calls for just a second you've already you started off with a nice story about the haydale conversion i'd like to know what you consider to be the most valuable duck call that you own
8: well i like the Glodos. victor Glodo came here and uh 1890, and and he started making duck calls somewhere in Illinois with his brothers up around Big Marsh, which they drained in the early 1900s, and so he moved down the river and settled at Realfoot, and Victor invented a call that's a little different from everybody else's, which means that necessity many times is the mother of invention and the call is the same call that is being used here today a glotto prototype with uh, checkering on it and a pretty good bark when you lean on it and uh, it uh, lots of ducks have died that have heard that hank 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 hank
7: Ladies and gentlemen, he says lean on it. He means if you've got the lungs to put through that call, you can make a real loud sound with it. So, do you have some of those original Glodos? Fortunately, I do. Oh, wee. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm just telling you, all you sports enthusiasts out there, I know something about Glodo duck calls, and I know if he's got one. Oh, my goodness how how wonderful i'd love to have one myself now i'm not going to recite that number right there that's obscene anybody have that many (laughs) rob's holding up a number of fingers that i i don't know he may be trying to do some of this real foot counting i'm not sure russell the one duck call in the world that you don't have that you'd really like to have what is that
8: i have all that i want and most of the time, I have two or three of them.
7: You know, we're going to try to make this a good interview, Russell, whether you work with me or not. I want to know, there's got to be one. There's got to be one. Come on.
8: Well, I think, I think that the Glodos are the epitome of the calling ethnic.
9: Tell them the story about Tom Mays' call. When the fella came and wrote you a check, Well, he said fill it in.
8: I have a friend from Dyesburg, his name was Tom May, and he traveled the country shooting live pigeons and ducks. He worked at the Cardell Hull Hotel, and he carved duck calls. In the 40s, he made two calls. They are carved and very ornate, beautiful images of eagles and dogs and things like that, and they have a wonderful sound. And uh, one day a fellow flew in here from California and he said, uh, I want your Tom call." And I said, Well, a lot of people do. And he says, uh, Here's my checkbook. Fill in the amount.
9: He signed it and gave signed me it. check. The and secret. I says, You
8: know, there's
7: really not enough room there. <laughs> okay the question burns right now does he have the duck call
8: no i've still got it
7: a lot. And,
9: and in the, checkbook back.
7: the checkbook wouldn't do it goodness gracious goodness saying, i'm going
8: to leave this table because there's some crazy people sitting here
7: <laughs> well here i sit with some crazy people right now myself and i know it but i've known it a long time that's for sure So the one duck call that you don't have doesn't exist, and I like that. Do you have any Johnny Marsh duck calls?
8: About a grocery sack full about this deep.
7: He is showing me what looks like a bushel basket, or it's at least an eighth bushel bag. Great, Scott. Well, I'm going to tell you something. I told Rob, I don't think Rob knew it until I told him a little while ago. Johnny Marsh and I were cousins johnny marsh and i were friends johnny marsh and i were friends
8: johnny marsh made some push poles and paddles and a couple of special duck calls for me
7: i'm sure that if i wake up early enough in the morning you'll show me those won't you
8: probably not
7: <laughs> rob what do i do now i'm gonna fix I mean, it I, mean, you I can end the interview i will stop this madness can't deal with it. No, he can't be dealt with. Yeah, he to deal with. No. Ladies and gentlemen, I hate to bring this show to a close, but I'm closing it on that right there. He won't even let me look at Cuz's duck call. I really appreciate you, Russell, being here today, and I thank you, Rob, for sitting in and helping me keep guidance going as best we could. Russell, is any last little comments you'd like to make about duck hunting? Until the next time, because we're going to do it again.
8: Well, the interesting thing about any environment like this, the hunting and the fellowship and the love that you feel for the place that you are has to be so special. And I think the greatest thing in my life is a privilege of being here.
7: He's talking about privilege, and that's what it is. If you people could see what we're looking at right this minute, this nice breeze coming in off the lake and absolute perfect day. Russell... Rob, thank you so much for being with me, Cleve Marsh, in marshland. And as I leave you again today, I want to tell you, get out in the south.
3: Hi, I'm Paul. I know what you're thinking. Oh, great. Another wireless ad. I know how you feel. And it seems like they're always full of this complicated, tricky language about their networks and offers and blah, blah, blah. Well, Sprint is going to do things differently and let you decide for yourself with their new 100% total satisfaction guarantee. Try it for 30 days, love it, or your money back. See, simple. Now get both Sprint's unlimited plan and the all new Samsung Galaxy S10 included for just $35 per month per line for five lines. So switch now. Visit your local Sprint store, Sprint.com, or call Sprint one
4: today. 30-day guarantee with new line of service. S10 128 gigabyte, $15 a month after 22 50 a month credit for 18 months credit apply within two bills. The canceled early, remaining balance due. Unlimited basic after 630-20, pay thirty-two dollars per month per line for five lines of auto pay. Data to d prioritization during congestion. Coverage and offer not available everywhere. Speed Maximums use rules, $30 activation fee and restrictions apply.
1: Message and data rates may apply. Up to eight messages a month. TNC and privacy policy found at purple.com. Reply HELP for help or STOP to cancel. Not to brag, but the Purple mattress is a pretty big deal, and so is our Purple Memorial Day sale.
5: For a limited time, get up to $100 off and a free set of luxury Purple sheets when you buy a mattress. That's up to $229 in savings. Our biggest sale ever. What makes Purple such a big deal? It's the only mattress that gives your back the firm support it needs and the soft comfort you crave at the same time. No matter your body type or favorite sleep position. Dreading those hot summer nights, Purple's one of a kind comfort technology naturally stays cool all night so you don't sweat the bed. Not to mention it isolates motion, is non toxic, and is made right here in the USA. Because the best rest of your life starts on Purple.
2: Don't miss out on Purple's humongous Memorial Day sale. Get $100 off and free sheets by texting TRY to 84888. Shop the best deal yet by texting TRY to 84888. That's T R Y to 84888.
0: Turn that radio up and the air conditioner, too. It's the second hour of this getting ready for the weekend edition of the Y'all Show. Enjoy.
10: She She couldn't keep from crying when she told told me goodbye. But I knew, Lord, it was breaking her heart (laughs) that she was breaking mine. So, for the sake of her feelings and the sake of my pride, I told her not to worry about me. So, I'm sitting here soaking up the neon lights, misery, looking for some company. And tonight, I'm looking for a party cry, slamming the back and laughing out loud with well, the smoke so thick, the blues can't hang. With the two fights jumping like I just don't care If they're dancing over here Or fighting over there I'm making the rounds Looking for a party crowd It'll dawn on, on me tomorrow Wherever I wake up I'll look back and try to recall Just where the heck's my truck so take my keys and lock them up tight. And let the good times flow. And I worry about the when it comes to light. The night's still young. And I'm on the road tonight. I'm looking for a party cry. Slamming them back. And laughing out loud with the smoke so thick. when blues can't hang around. With the jukebox a- jumping like it just don't care If they're dancing over here or fighting over there I'm making the rounds, looking for a party crowd
0: Yes, and tonight I'm looking for a party crowd Slamming them back and laughing out loud Where the smoke's so thick the blues can't hang around Oh, get ready, it's the weekend, y'all Jumping like you just don't care if they're dancing over here Or fighting over there, I'm making the rounds Looking for a party crowd. Oh, it's hot outside, but the y'all show is cool. Party crowd slamming them back and laughing out loud where the smoke's so thick, the blues can't hang around. Thank y'all for tuning in to the Friday, Saturday, Sunday fun. Just don't care if we're dancing over here. Oh. It never gets old. This is the show that's all about the South, and that the big song from the mid 1990s from a guy named David Lee Murphy party crowd. And they're having a party where David Lee hangs his sombrero these days, Nashville, Tennessee. In fact, he's been hanging that sombrero mostly in Cheatham County, just to the west of Nashville, for a long time. But yeah, it's CMA Fest going on right now. And I don't know if David Lee's got any club events, fan club events, or any other fan clubs he's invited to go sign autographs, take pictures. In fact, David Lee, remember, he had a number one song last year with Kenny Chesney. And that song, awesome song that he put out there called Everything's Gonna Be All Right." it actually went to number one about this time last year, believe it or not. But David Lee, of course, more known for those songs from 25, 30 years ago, something like that. Well, let's not say it was that long. It's Shoot, it was about 25 years ago. Now I think about it. Come on, David Lee. I'm sorry. We're all getting old. Yeah, even if you just got born, you're getting old. All right. Well, David Lee, he didn't just have that song. He had another big song I'm about to play. But when he was putting these records out on MCA Records with Tony Brown in charge of MCA Records... Oh, he was getting a lot of attention, but unfortunately for David Lee, there was another guy that was getting maybe a little bit more attention from MCA and selling a little bit more records and a little bit more chart success. I'm going to let you hear that artist in just a second. He's got brand new music coming out for the first time. And will that artist pull a David Lee Murphy and have a big hit like David Lee just had last year? with his brand new album that's coming out in August that I have a copy of, and I'm going to play the very first track off this brand new CD from this great country music artist, a household name, a great guy. I'll go ahead and let you know it's a male, and I am saving it. I'm not going to tell you who that is until we hear the second of two David Lee Murphy songs. This, again, on MCA Records from the mid-1990s. This is dust on the bottles. Creole Williams lived down a dirt road. He made homemade
10: wine like nobody I know. I dropped by one Friday night and said, "Can you help me, Creole?" I got a little girl waiting on me, and I, I wanna treat her right. He said, "I got what you need, son. is step down in the cellar." He reached through the cobweb as it turned on the light He said, there might be a little dust on the bottom But don't let it fool you about what's inside There might be a little dust on the bottom But it's one of those things that gets sweeter with time You were sitting in the porch swing as I pulled up the driveway Oh, heart was racing as you climbed inside You stayed over there close as we drove down to the lake road Watched the sun fade in that big red sky I reached under to the front seat and said, now here's something special It's just been waiting for a night like tonight Though there might be a little dust on the bottom But don't let it you. About what's inside It might be a little dust on the bottom But it's one of those things that gets sweeter with time Some memories. After all these years, there's one thing I find: sunset good love. Well, it's like a fine wine; it keeps getting better as the days go by. So one of those things, it gets sweeter with time. There might be a little dust on the bottom, but don't let it fool you about
0: what's inside. A number one track for David Lee Murphy and Dust on the Bottle. Welcome back. We are y'all. This is our Friday free for y'all where we have a great time and kind of not just playing music. We don't often play music here. We play samples of music, but on Fridays slash Saturdays, whenever you get a chance to hear us over the weekend, we like to get the weekend started with some music fun. And that's what we try to do. And it's not just great songs and upbeat songs. We also try to mix in a little education when it comes to the Friday free for y'all, a montage of great music, as I call it. And so David Lee, we just played two of his songs. And he had a label mate back in those mid-1990 days. And that label mate has got a brand new record that's about to come out here in about two months. And it's going to be on MCA Records, which was David Lee's record label. And it was and still is the record label of one Vince Gill. And on August 23rd, MCA is going to release Okie. The first album that we've seen from Vince Gill in a long time. He's a 21-time Grammy Award winner and an awesome, awesome superstar. And from what I know, really just an awesome guy. And if no other reason, look, the artwork for this new Okie album, it's got Vince Gill photographed at the Pancake Pantry in the West End Hillsborough Village area of Nashville. And it was taken by people who asked him to smile for the shot. And he always smiles for a shot. And again, a lot of people call him a reluctant superstar, but he's just a cool guy. Now, the reason I bring that up, that this new album's got photos of him at Pancake Pantry. I can personally relay that the last time I saw Vince Gill was at the Pancake Pantry in Nashville. I was there five years ago. Might have been longer than that, sadly. I was there. And I decided to go by this place that Garth Brooks, frankly, made famous when he used to talk about it on Jay Leno's show. Awesome Pancake Pantry, just right beside Vanderbilt's campus. And Vince was having a lunch. I I wasn't there for breakfast. I was there for a lunch. And Vince and his wife, Amy Gill, were sitting there having a lunch with another singer and his wife. And I got in the car and left. And as I was driving out of Nashville that day, It came out on the radio, celebrity birthdays, and believe it or not, the celebrity birthday of the day was the fellow that Vince and Amy Grant were having lunch with. So it makes sense. They were taking this person out to eat, I guess, for their lunch, and they went to the pancake pantry. Isn't that cool? I guess, Vince, if you're going to take me to lunch, I want you to spend a little bit more money than they would have you spend at the pancake pantry. The birthday boy, by the way, that Vince and Amy were joined with, Stephen Curtis Chapman, the contemporary Christian singer. I guess they're friends i guess part because amy grant's background was a contemporary christian singer but man vince and amy have been together as a husband and wife for 20 plus years now i think i'm right on that <laughs> so yeah vince gill a likable guy a cgp a certified guitar player picker Ch- Chet atkins gave him that honor as well as my buddy steve warner yeah, Vince and Amy have been married since 2000. So they're not quite to 20 years, but they've been <laughs> together for more than 20 years. And I'll just leave it there. But Vince, who is from Norman, Oklahoma, born April 12th, 1957. That means he's 62 years young and, of course, was a part of the Pure Perry League before going as a solo artist and grew up in the Oklahoma City area. Amazing guitarist. I guess the ladies would say he's an amazing Got to look at pretty boy hey he he's married to amy grant arguably one of the hottest women of the 80s and 90s just a girl next door look about her and from what i know she still looks good at her youthful age or whatever that is but vince has been a member of the grand Ole opry since 1991 and he has done well on the golf course i actually used to go cover the vinnie his golf tournament in the nashville area And he has just kept on going. Now, what is stunning to me for Vince Gill is he has not had a number one radio hit of his own, at least, where he's been the featured solo artist as a single. Vince Gill, you'd have to go all the way back to trying to get over you was the last number one for Vince Gill. And that was in 1993 from the I Still Believe in You album. Now, he's had a lot of hits. Some went to number two. Some went in the top ten. In fact, his last top ten song was Feels Like Love in 2000 from the Let's Make Sure We Kiss Goodbye album. But that's it been almost 20 years. He has not had a hit since he's been married to Amy Grant. Now, isn't that something? Well, guess what? You're getting ready here in just a few short days, weeks, months to enjoy a brand new CD from Vince Gill, And it'll be the first album put out in quite some time from Vince Gill, at least one that's going to get some attention. I know he had one out in 2016, before that 2013, but this Okie album coming out August 23rd should be something to get some attention. He hasn't really had a hit CD since 2006 with These Days, and back when he was kicking butt and taking names in the 90s, he was selling five times platinum with i still believe in you that mca record smash and of course vince is known to host award shows and things like that but he has the new album okie coming out late august and he's going to have some great songs on there that you will not want to miss out he's got a tribute to merle haggard on there and more the reluctant superstar vince gill so in the spirit of Vince Gill. I would I could easily play any of his awesome songs from his time on the charts 20-plus years ago. But here on the Y'all Show, we want to do something a little bit different, since it is the CMA Fest going on right now in Nashville. And hopefully some of you listening to me right now might be en route to Nashville or coming back from Nashville. Hopefully you had a great time. Hopefully you're going to have a great time. Of course, all of the events at CMA Fest go on throughout the weekend and some of the events are free if you are just tuning us in for the first time wednesdays on y'all we welcome in music city maven precious harris to give us about 25 to 30 minutes of country music scoop here on the y'all show and so go back to our show from wednesday and you'll hear precious's preview of all things cma fest and you'll learn a lot if you haven't learned it already but we didn't really cover vent skills album on wednesday so here today as we go into the weekend. I just got the link from Vince Gill's label and that's why I just I'm like a little girl with a secret with all of her girlfriends. I just can't hide it any longer. And I know guys, they kind of they don't do a good job at keeping secrets either. Little boys, little girls, I'm picking on you, but that's okay. I love you. Vince Gill's album, I can't hold it back. I got to I got to let the Vince out of the bag and that's what we're going to do. And so right now on the y'all show we're going to play the number one track on this forthcoming cd and hopefully you'll like what you hear from vince gill Vinny, this is a, a good song and it's traditional that's something we hey this is not florida georgia line here when we get ready to play this song and i think you'll really really like it and if you don't well you can say i don't ever want to hear that again and, and we won't play it but right now enjoy this upcoming song. I don't know if it's going to be a single or not. It's worth a listen. I Don't Want to Ride the Rails No More.
6: I've been hopping freight trains all my life I woke up cold and hungry in the middle of the night I've been on the wrong end of a drunkard's night Nowhere to send the letters that I write Now that I've seen most every single town, never stopped quite long enough to ever hang around. Cause that whistle makes a mighty lonesome sound. It's been on my mind, I'd love to settle down. I don't wanna ride the rails no more. I wanna know. Dying for. Hear children playing through an old screen door. No, I don't want to ride the rails no more. The train's pulling out at half past nine. The waiter said, Hey, stranger, how about one more glass of wine? We kept talking and we lost all track of time. Rain pulled out, left us there behind. I don't want to ride the rails no more. I don't know what was love was dying for. Hear children playing through an old screen door. No, I don't want to ride the rails no more. love is all
0: music hall of famer vince gill and i don't want to ride the rails no more track number one off his forthcoming cd comes out late august on mca records the cd is going to be called okie and they're the first track on that album and we are so glad to share that with you and hopefully if you like it you can get ready to pre-order that thing as soon as it's made available to the public and let's get vince gill a top record believe it or not billy ray cyrus is atop some of the album charts right now. No reason another blast from the early 90s can't be up there selling records in a big way. Vince Gill, check it out. The album's called Okie, and we hope you enjoyed learning a little bit more about Vinny and all things Vince Gill here as we wrap up this Friday free for y'all. Hang on, when we come back after the break, we are going to turn our attention to hashtag Hullabaloo Friday edition. Oh, we've got some fun. We've got uh we've got a recipe that we'll kind of share with you eh, we it's kind of a complicated thing i don't know if i'll get to all the details but we'll have that food talk we have some talk from a guy who came south and was a real nasty yankee and we'll share that with you plus as we wrap up today's show we'll look at the brand new movies hitting theaters this very weekend and we'll have a look at the nba and nhl playoff schedule for the weekend golf nascar tennis believe it or not a major is going on in the tennis world across the pond of course and then we'll close it out today with from dixie with love now that is a darn good show and that's what we do each and every day here on the y'all show don't you go anywhere
2: Unisom knows, when you don't get enough sleep, it's hard to avoid the fog. It's a sneaky fella. Hates sleep. Only appears when you don't get enough of it. I've seen the fog make a guy pour salt in his coffee. Thought it was sugar. Ever fold an entire basket of dirty laundry? Wasn't you. It was the fog.
5: Unisom is specially formulated to help you fall asleep fast and get a good night's sleep. You'll wake up ready to take on the day.
2: Sleeping well is the fog's worst nightmare.
5: Unisom. Use as directed
0: as we get ready to shut the place up for the weekend we're back here it's y'all and this is the show that's all about the south and you can find us on instagram y'all show and on twitter at y'all show go on to Instagram. That is a really cool option for you to see some of the images of what we're doing here at Y'all and each day that we put out a new show, we've got a couple of images that kind of promote that day's episode. Go find us, Y'all Show, on Instagram and we have the link and all that to where you can listen to our little show. Right now, we we want to illustrate some great social media fun because this is what we call hashtag hullabaloo on the Y'all Show Friday edition and we have CMA Fest going on in Nashville, and in the spirit of the CMA Fest, one of the guys who maybe did the most amazing thing ever at CMA Fest back when it was fanfare and at the old Tennessee fairgrounds in downtown Nashville, Garth Brooks, he has a Twitter account. Hey, it's called at Garth Brooks. Go figure. The official Garth Brooks Twitter account. And in the early 1990s, I'm going to say 1994, Garth Brooks, literally, at the old fanfare, which was the same event, but it's been renamed, and frankly, it's not as good as it used to be, partly because of what I'm about to tell you, but at the old fanfare, Garth Brooks, one year, early 90s, he stayed at fanfare for 24 hours at least, signing autographs and taking photos with fans, and this was at the height of his popularity. and what an awesome achievement from the okie the other okie we played vince kill music just a few minutes ago but there's another guy from oklahoma that's done pretty well in country music too called garth brooks but yeah isn't that cool isn't that i mean i don't know how he did it and this was in the days before red bull so he didn't have red bull propelling him and keeping him up for 24 hours but garth brooks a raging bull when it comes to his love of his fans and vice versa what a neat thing he did then and I don't know if Garth is going to be out this weekend at Fanfare slash CMA Fest or not, but he is chiming in. All right. So the official Garth Brooks Twitter account just released this statement on Twitter saying, hey, at Blake Shelton, I heard someone found out what we are diving into. Hint in parentheses. I am going to run down to Nancy O'Dell at CMA Fest to let the dog out. Hint. Here we go. Comma pard love lowercase g which that lowercase g is kind of garth's logo he likes to use lowercase garth brooks but yeah i don't know what he's talking about but clemson alum nancy odell in nashville this week who else did i see oh clemson alum nancy odell's in nashville for cma fest and south carolina gamecock alum Ainsley Earhart has made her way to Music City, so some Palmetto State rivals and beautiful South Carolinians, maybe the two best South Carolinians out there, all covering the CMA Fest this week. And Of course, both, I would say, beloved by Carolinians and just about everybody else in media for their great work, Nancy O'Dell and Ainsley on Fox News Channel. But, yes, Garth's got something to say, and he's evidently done something with Blake Shelton. Uh, I don't know what that is, but those two Okies, no telling. Looking forward to finding out more about that, Garth Brooks. Thank you for being on Twitter, sir. Next up is a little shift away from Nashville. This is from Yahweh's Journal, at Yahweh's J, Y-A-H-W-E-H-S-J. And the profile for the. Has a menorah, so I would assume Yahweh's journal is uh, Jewish. I guess is, is that a bold statement? And he also has the hashtag I hate Atlanta. Okay, so Yahweh's journal. I'm afraid to read what you might have here. I'm might, I gonna might have to put my filter on, see what you put here out uh, this week on Twitter. He says I can't listen to Southern accent anymore been in atlanta way too long bleep is annoying since you people love to stretch out words okay he used a profanity that i can't relate but okay so this guy's in atlanta he says he hates atlanta in his profile and he's been in atlanta way too long and he doesn't want to hear the southern accent anymore well yahweh's journal i have the perfect solution for you my friend get your butt out of the south okay if you don't like it and we probably don't want you here anyway. if you're going to act like that. If you're going to be a, a nuisance, and I'm going to say that with a southern accent, if you're going to be a nuisance, you know, you're saying we stretch out things too long. It's real simple. I've lived in North Georgia. I've lived in the Atlanta area. And you know how I got there? I got there in a car that came down Interstate, I guess, 20 at the time. But guess what? There's some interstates that go to Atlanta called 75- and interstate 85 and the amazing thing about i-75 and i-85 they both have northbound lanes and so you always journal i suggest you go out and get in your subaru and you just pack on up and get the heck out of hotlanta because if you can't handle atlanta then you can't handle any place in the south because a lot of southerners Sometimes, me included, although I like Atlanta sports teams for the most part. Not exactly a big fan of the Falcons. I can live with them, but they're not my favorite. I love the Braves. Oh. <laughs> and let's see, the Hawks I could stomach. But uh, back to this guy. If you don't like it, you can leave. and And that's great. Again, getting back to Atlanta. There are people who say that Atlanta's not even the South. And this guy... Doesn't even like Atlanta, and he's bashing it, saying it's too Southern. So, ah, ah, These are the kind of people that don't belong. As I've said here more than once, and I echo it, especially with President Trump back in the news for the border wall and all the mess on the Southern border, we, kneel, we, we need to build a wall, build that wall, build that wall, build that wall. Between the north and the south. <laughs> yeah, let's build that wall. That Ohio River is just not cutting it. We need to we need to get that wall built. And frankly, we're going to have a big, beautiful door in that wall. And them Yankees can come south and spend their money. And they can even, if we want to marry them, I guess we can get the right credentials and have that happen. We could even make them honorary Southerners. But we should reserve the right to kick out yankees from our country like yahweh's journal anytime we want to and i think i think that we'd be a lot better off so as i said build that wall build that wall build that wall (laughs) y'all all right silly me silly me Thank you, Yahweh's Journal, for giving me something to get fired up here on this weekend kickoff. Chris Griggs is on Twitter, at me, Chris Griggs, who says, I'm a stand-up actor, improviser, and human. He didn't say comedian. He's not a stand-up comedian. He just says, I'm a stand-up actor, improviser, and human. So, Chris Griggs, with the Twitter account, me, Chris Griggs. I like that. It's pretty funny. This is me, me, John Raw. And uh, this is what Chris Griggs put out on Twitter this week. Today, I'm in the South, and it's my birthday. So no matter what I do, everyone will at least pretend to like me. Hashtag birthday boy. Hashtag southern. Hashtag y'all. Chris, it sounds like you might be from the South, if I had to guess. And you don't live in Dixie anymore. You got past that wall on a northbound trek or a westbound trek, and it appears you may not have returned permanently at least. So let me first, Chris, say happy birthday. Happy birthday. And yeah, no matter in the South where you go, everyone will at least pretend to like you. Not going to be like Yahweh's Journal and be a wise guy. Happy birthday, Chris. Now, Chris on Twitter got a response back to his thing about saying that he's in the South and it's his birthday, everybody's going to like him. Well, Evil Twin A-Rat is the Twitter account replying back to Chris. It says, cheers with some birthday sweet tea. Eh, Isn't that cool? Birthday sweet tea. Have y'all ever gone out of your way to have sweet tea on your birthday? Maybe that's what Chris Griggs got when he turned 18. I don't know how old Chris Griggs is. I don't even know the guy. Meet Chris Griggs. But, yeah, birthday sweet tea. And you know what? Here's a note to all y'all. I've got a birthday coming up, and I would love me some birthday sweet tea. So keep that in your planner. (laughs) You know what? I only said that because if we're lucky, we all have birthdays coming up. So let me be the first to wish you. A happy birthday. Jeanette Gallagher's on Twitter at Dr. Jeanette ND, not MD, but ND. Okay. And Dr. Jeanette is a visionary, soul doctor, a spiritual guide, a naturopath, an author, radio host, and a photo reader. So, Jeanette's talented, I guess is the word you'd want to use for Jeanette, Dr. Jeanette dr genet perhaps all right she had a photo out that caught my eye that i saw on twitter and it's a beautiful nature photograph and it looks like it's from a cypress tree and it's from the new orleans area and so if you don't mind here on the y'all show we're going to go from picking on yankees and building walls to some botany talk y'all ready for this and i am no botanist i barely got out of biology in college But I thought perhaps for those of you who are looking to stimulate a few brain cells here on this Friday free for y'all, we're going to learn about, and again, for all of you botanists and people who know the, what is it, scientific names for these things, forgive me if I butcher this, but I'm going to tell you about Taxidium (laughs) Dishitium, and I know I've screwed that up. Better known by the way, as bald cypress, which is a deciduous conifer in the family Cupriaceae. Again, probably butchered it, but I'm going to keep on going. Bald cypress is native to the southeastern United States. It's hardy and tough, and the tree adapts to a wide range of soil types, whether wet, dry, or swampy. It's noted for the russet red fall color of its lacy needles and the bald cypress has some cultivated varieties and is often used in groupings in public spaces common names for this taxidium dicium include bald cypress bald cypress Altogether, that would be swamp cypress white cypress tidewater red cypress gulf cypress and red cypress y'all got that taking notes this species is a monoecious, with male and female flowers on a single plant forming on slender tassel-like structures near the edge of branchlets. The tree flowers in April and the seeds ripen October, in October. The male and female strobili are produced from buds formed in late autumn with pollination in early winter and mature in about 12 months. Male cones emerge on panicles that are four to five inches long. Female cones are round, resinous, and green while young. Then they turn hard and then brown as the tree matures. And these trees have from 20 to 30 spirally arranged four sided scales, each bearing one to two or three triangular seeds. So, okay, I'm not going to keep boring you with the geometry of bald cypress but the reason i'm telling you about this is dr Jeanette indy put a photo out on twitter of a bald cypress the fruit of it the the cone this the pretty part of it that falls from the tree and if you look up close the darn things amazing to look at it looks like a piece of artwork and i have never really paid that much attention to the darn things i guess i've never really lived in an area where bald cypress trees are at least in people's yards they might be out in the woods somewhere but i haven't necessarily gone hanging out with the rattlesnakes and the moccasins to see them up close but this doctor took a great photo of this thing so if you have somewhere in your possession a bald cypress go check out these amazing trees and their derivatives the branchlets and such, and and you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. And she's got a photo of it at Dr. Jeanette N.D. Now, if you're wondering where you could find bald cypress in the south, they are essentially in coastal areas stretching all the way from Maryland, of course, down the Atlantic seaboard, usually into about halfway through each of these states, North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, from Macon, if you drew a line from Macon to Columbia to Raleigh, all the way to Virginia Beach and the eastern shore of Maryland. Those would be areas you could find bald cypress. They're in all of Florida. Then when you get to Alabama, they're in lower Alabama, all the way up to Tuscaloosa. They're throughout all of Mississippi and Louisiana. And then they're in east Texas from Beaumont to the Louisiana line, all the way up to Texarkana, it appears. And then from Arkansas, half that state, the eastern half, and then it's actually in West Tennessee. I would say from Brownsville to the Mississippi River looks like bald cypress country. The Hatchy River, all that dumps into the Tennessee, uh, in, in Tennessee, the Hatchy River, the Tennessee River, all in Northwest Tennessee. Not Tennessee rivers per se, but that area very swampy, you could say, in West Tennessee, and then. Even into western Kentucky, you can find some in the boot hill of Missouri. So they are in most of the south here, the bald cypress, and we appreciate the doctor, the good doctor, for letting us switch over to a little botany talk and a little bald cypress talk. By the way, speaking of bald, we were off the air last week, and so we were in encore mode, and I just got to tell you something that startled me in a positive way about our beautiful south and our lovely nature of the south so i was going down a road that i've been down many times i wasn't even going fast i was probably going 40 miles per hour and it was a beautiful sunny morning probably around 10 in the morning and i saw what looked like a really cool piece of lawn sculpture out like plastic lawn sculpture of a bird in this yard only about 15 feet off the road and as i said it was sunny it was beautiful and i I noticed as i got closer to that lawn fixture that thing you see in people's yards all the time usually of some kind of deer or some other kind of hawk or something crazy i was like, man that thing looks real it's so pretty i don't know who that chinese company that made that is but they did a good job with that piece of yard work yard art And as I got closer and closer, the thing moved, and it was a bald eagle, and it was a huge bald eagle, of which I guess a lot of you would probably say they're all big if you see them up close and personal. I had never seen a bald eagle that close to me that wasn't flying. This thing was actually down right by the roadside munching on some kind of snack, and they don't eat berries, by the way. They eat some kind of animal, was this bald eagle's lucky snack and uh it it was amazing to see because it was so beautiful i see now why the bald eagle is our national mascot it, it was awesome and it was big and i would not want to get in a fight with a bald eagle but i just never had seen one that close to a roadside again i'd only seen them flying up in the air which they're not that common anyway in the south but maybe we are seeing a whole lot more bald eagles and i bet you thanks to our botany talk here today Bald eagles like to hang out in bald cypress trees. Well, let's wrap up the hashtag Hullible Who with a tweet from Heather Holly at Heather produces. And she is a GMC, GMC FE executive producer. I have no idea what that means. She's also a wife, mom, lover of dogs, a lover of Disney and Halloween. And she has a funny gif out that has a picture of of the comedian mindy kaling on it and mindy looks kind of flustered in this gif so the question is why does she have this image of a gif of comedian mindy kaling on twitter this week looking flustered it goes along with her statement and it says when you go to surprise visit your family and they aren't home (laughs) have y'all done that have you gone by to see somebody and surprise them and then they weren't home oh that's got to be frustrating well what might actually be more frustrating is if you are home and somebody shows up at your doorstep unannounced and you don't want them there you don't want any company now, that would be a mindy Kaling gif there too but greg funderberg saw heather holly's tweet out there about surprising family and they're not home and he had his own reply back with a gif of his own of comedian tyler perry in the role of Madeira. Madeira shaking her slash his head. And Greg's response back to Heather was, you know, it's not polite to show up unannounced, laughing out loud, hashtag Southern. So yeah, I guess in the South, you need to you need to do a little bit better job of giving people the warning. By the way, Greg Funderburg, if that name sounds familiar, it's G Funderburg NC nine, and he's a morning noon anchor at News Channel 9 and a silicauga alabama native silicauga go look that up south of birmingham and this guy is a montevallo grad great university there in alabama but greg funderberg letting know that it's not nice to show up on announce in the south so keep that in mind well that is hashtag here on this friday hope y'all enjoyed it and hopefully You'll get your weekend off to a non shaking head start. When we come back, we'll wrap up the week with a look at some of the new movies, plus what's going on in the sports world. And from Dixie with Love, that's all next. Don't go in. It's the final segment of the y'all show today and the final segment for the week. Thank you for listening to the all Southern show. We were just talking about actress Mindy Kaling, the comedian, and she's in a brand new comedy that's sitting theaters this weekend starring alongside Emma Thompson. It's late night. A late night talk show host suspects that she may soon lose her long running show. All right. That's out this weekend check it out the big movies hitting theaters this weekend is the adventure comedy series movie the secret life of pets 2 that stars Patton oswalt kevin hart and more even got the voice of harrison ford in it the secret lives of pets 2 out this weekend dark phoenix an action adventure flick it's got james mcavoy jennifer lawrence is in it as well it's in theaters this weekend The look and life of the work of opera legend Luciano Pavarotti is out this weekend in Pavarotti, a directed film by Ron Howard, uh, Andy Griffith's show actress, uh, Opie. Opie's got a movie out. It's got Spike Lee in it, Princess Diana. She's got, I guess, some imagery of her in there. Phil Donahue, I guess, all were friends of Pavarotti and this bio documentary out from Ron Howard called Pavarotti this weekend. The Last Black Man in San Francisco is a drama that's out this weekend. It's got Jonathan Majors and Danny Glover in it. A young man searches for home in the changing city that seems to have left him behind. This drama out this weekend. And finally, The Gangster, The Cop, The Devil. That's an action crime drama. It is a Korean flick out this weekend. And those are your new movies. The PGA Tour this weekend, they're above the border. They're at the RBC Canadian Open. And Dustin Johnson is your defending champ, A, that's going on in the world of golf. The PGA Tour are getting ready here in just a few days to have the U.S. Open. The U.S. Open is taking place in, it's out west, it's in California. And it's going to be next weekend, June 13th through the 16th. Brooks Kepka, the defending champ of that third major of the year. But this weekend, it's Canada, then the U.S. Open. As far as tennis, right now, they're involved in the French Open. That goes on through June 9th in Paris, France, the second major of the year in the sport of tennis. More to come on that. I know they've had some weather-related issues there in Paris. Now, the NBA, you have the fifth game of the NBA playoffs taking place, and that's going to be tonight as the Raptors and Warriors get together at Oracle Nobody can take the series tonight, but one team will have a chance to get one step closer in this pretty contested series between, speaking of north of the border, Toronto and the Golden State Warriors. The NHL also won't be crowning a champ, but they're going to have another match between the Boston Bruins and the St. Louis Blues. They next get together on Sunday at 7 on NBC in the Stanley Cup Finals Game 6. And perhaps one of those two teams can take home the Lord Byron Trophy or something like that. When see, I'm showing my NHL ignorance, but yeah, that's a huge cup, the Stanley Cup, and we'll see what happens there in this NHL championship to NASCAR this weekend, the boys of NASCAR go from Pocono to Michigan as it's the NASCAR cup series at Michigan international speedway. They'll be in California in two weeks. So next weekend they take a weekend off, but this weekend it's in Michigan, Michigan, at the international speedway there as far as major league baseball the series this weekend to keep an eye on the tampa bay rays and the boston red Sox have an american league east battle in bean town the texas rangers have the oakland a's in arlington this weekend the royals and the shy Sox get together in kc this very weekend the houston astros and baltimore have a series in houston the atlanta braves will be in miami for a series against the marlins This weekend, the St. Louis Cardinals will be at Wrigley with a series against their rivals from the Chicago Cubs. And finally, the Washington Nationals will be out west at San Diego. And that's a look at the MLB series going on featuring Southern teams this weekend. Well, that will conclude our y'all show for the week. Thank y'all so much. We have more excitement coming your way all of next week. And we can't thank you enough for tuning us in and joining us here on the All Southern Show. Again, our website, y'all.com, our number, 803-816-1170. Have a wonderful weekend. We'll see you Monday. You've been listening to y'all talk with a Southern accent with John Rawl from Dixie with Love is going to get us out of here.
6: Text and whatever. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council.